Welcome to Good Together, the podcast that inspires you to create change in the world every day. Keep listening for actionable tips and tricks to incorporate eco-friendly practices into your daily life. I'm your co-host, Laura Alexander-Wittig, founder of Brightly.eco, a platform that connects you with products, stories, and other people dedicated to making the planet a better place. Our new platform launched a few days ago, and we have been absolutely thrilled with the positive response from our community and from thousands of others who are new to the community who are looking to become more conscious consumers. We're also excited to announce that we were recently featured by Apple as a top podcast only a few days ago, and we can't wait to continue sharing inspirational content with all of our new listeners. This episode is brought to you by Pod Pronto, our personal podcast editing service. If you're looking for friendly, fast, and efficient podcast editing, you should definitely check out podpronto.com. So today's episode aims to solve one of the hottest debates that we hear right now in the conscious consumer community, which is shopping for physical goods and the waste and really just madness that accompanies the practice. We heard many people using the hashtag buy nothing to symbolize their boycott of the Black Friday and Cyber Monday timeframe. And, you know, we support all who are choosing to buy less or nothing at all. However, for those who are looking to provide a gift without contributing to clutter, we recommend focusing on gifting experiences over physical goods. And today, Lisa and I get into recommendations on what to give for who. We hope you enjoy. All right. Hey, Lisa, how are you? Hi, Laura. How are you? Happy Cyber Monday. Yes. I can't believe that we are doing a recording on Cyber Monday, but you know, we're super excited to be here. Um, Actually, you know, on Thanksgiving, I woke up to a really exciting surprise and I know you did too. Uh, We were actually just featured by Apple um, as like one of the top podcasts about conscious consumerism. So they highlighted us on the homepage and we've seen many thousands of new listeners kind of roll into our community. So we're super excited. Yeah, and we're still there. So thank you guys so much. And I see uh, we're getting more and more reviews. We're always reading to them. Um, so uh, we always appreciate, you know, if you can give us five stars or whatever you think we deserve. But uh, super important if you can give us, um, you know, actual feedback. And Laura, maybe you can uh, tell our listeners uh, where they can email us just to let us know what they think. Absolutely. So we have a few places you can give us feedback. Um, One is on our new Brightly community, which actually just launched last week. We're super excited. Um, So if you go to brightly.eco and join our community there, you can make a post um, in the community giving us feedback. Um, You can also email us. So we actually just had a listener email us yesterday. You can email us at hello at brightly.eco. If you do that, then you can ask us questions. So this lady um, emailed us super nice and asked about recommendations around ethical phone purchasing, which is fascinating. So that's going to give us an idea for a future episode. Um, And it really gets Lisa and I and the rest of the team, um, we get started researching um, and and going down that path for you. So we're super excited um, from that perspective. 
Um, so yeah, the, the podcast featuring from Apple was great. Uh, we launched a brightly.eco platform just a few days ago. We've been really thrilled at the response from both our community and from new, new folks. Um, we've got, you know, we had, we did a deals roundup for ethical and sustainable cyber Monday slash black Friday deals, which I think went over really well. Um, and we've also started to push out a lot of more interesting content. So that's really what we're about. This podcast um, is brought to you by Brightly.eco, but we're really, really excited to continue to scale conscious consumerism by telling you what you would like to know about living ethically every day. So we got a ton of content on there. Um, one of the um, pieces of content is going to be what we actually talk about today. Um, but yeah, I mean, Lisa, you know, you've had a chance, obviously, to contribute and also to like, to um, figure out the platform, like, you love it, right? <laughs> Yes, we love it. And and again, this is the sense of community, the sense of like talking to each other, sharing the knowledge. I think this is like my favorite part of Brightly and doing the podcast. That's why we're to- uh, constantly asking for feedback because, you know, we are making uh, this podcast for our community, for you. Uh, so we always encourage you to participate. So if you haven't uh, checked it out yet, uh, the community is live on Brightly.eco. Hopefully we made a dent in the Black Friday, Cyber Monday craziness uh, sales. Uh, uh, of course, this year we broke yet another record. Black Friday sales in 2019 uh, were had 14% growth, according to Forbes, and uh, we spent together 7.2 billion dollars in on just online. And so just wow. one day. Yes, this is uh, very, very <laughs> impressive. Um, but yeah, we're here today to talk about, uh, because, you know, obviously Christmas shopping is not over, right? Holiday shopping is not over. You have time to make purchases online and hopefully in your local stores as well. Um, so we're here today. Um, maybe let's get started with the episode. We are talking about the ways how you can give experiences, some more out-of-box uh, gifting ideas for you that you can share with your friends and family. So one of the things that we get asked all the time on Brightly um, through our community and through various channels is, if I'm an ethical and sustainable shopper, how on earth do I reconcile the need to buy all of these physical goods for people around the holidays or for birthdays, et cetera? So, you know, we want to make sure that all of our audience knows that we're not advocating for mindless consumption, even if you're supporting ethical and sustainable brands. We're here to help shine a light on different ideas, different takes. So one of the things I love to do, and I know Lisa does loves to do as well, is to, yes, gift experiences to people over physical goods. Um, you know, and honestly, when you do this, you just end up creating this great, amazing flywheel that continues to give back. So when I say flywheel, I mean, you give the um, the experience gift to somebody, they get to experience it, you get to hear about it. You get to see pictures, and it really becomes a really interesting, um, gifting experience for everyone. Yeah, yeah, the experience exactly like experience for everyone. And um, yeah, talking about you know, kind of like more like mindless consumption or like this, um, the sense of rush that uh, all of the companies kind of almost have to force on you during the black. They call it. Don't they call itself. it like false urgency, right? A little bit. Maybe, yeah. I mean, you probably, you've seen it in your inboxes, you've seen it in your social feeds through uh, all the ads. But um, one of the things like um, I, I wanted to mention, um, I, I read a 
awesome blog post on Tonle from uh, the founder of Tonle, Rachel. She's uh, here in San Francisco and they have a great blog post, which we'll, we'll link to, but basically how to do Black Friday, Cyber Monday more sustainably and mindfully. And one of the first things she's mentioning is that um, she's saying that I think one of the problems with the shopping weekend mentality is that it incentivizes people to buy quickly and not necessarily thoughtfully, right? This rush makes us think less and just buy more. Exactly. Uh, so here we are, um, you know, if you uh, still have to go through your shopping Christmas list, uh, let's take a minute and let's uh, think about what the person that you're gifting uh, uh, the products, that what you're buying, what they really want. Um, so yeah, Laura, I know you have a lot of good, we have a lot of good ideas to go through. So why don't we start with that? Yeah, absolutely. And of course, make sure you create a wish list and send it around to people that always helps, um, cut down on the guesswork. And of course, like also like, you know, helps that person not have to have to rack their brain. Um, I like to use Pinterest. I think Pinterest is a really quick, easy way to, to send people a wish list. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's a great a great idea. But yeah, let let's hop into some of these experience ideas because they may or may not be things that people have thought about. Um, so the first tip that we have is um, around travel. Actually, we've got a few tips around travel. So um, one really interesting um, thought I had was, you know, if you know a friend or a family member is planning an upcoming trip, and maybe this is like one of those bucket list trips. I feel like I know a lot of people going on those next year. So you know, I've kind of racked my head to think through like. Should I gift them cash so that they can spend it on experience there? Which you could. I think that's nice. Um, or if you want to be a little bit more creative, um, there's something out there called Flytographer. Um, and that's a service that will send a photographer to you in all sorts of places around the world. So um, if your friend is like maybe an up and coming Instagram influencer and wants to have those beautiful travel shots, it'll work out really nice. Or, you know, even if it's, um, you know, just your parents or, or, or a loved one, um, rather than them having to tap somebody on the shoulder in front of a big monument and ask for one of those like awkward, terrible travel photos, <laughs> um, you know, you can actually plan a beautiful photo shoot. And it's actually really reasonable. Um, so if you go over to um, Flytographer, then you can you can see all the inf- um, information about it. Um, yeah, so, yeah. And of course, if uh, that's an awesome idea. And I, I actually had um, something similar I, I experienced on my uh, latest trip to Morocco last year is um, I'm, I actually was researching um, local photographers in Morocco to, t- uh, to go with me to meet our artisans, right? Because we have, uh, we de- uh, do need, you know, videography and photography done. But also um, what I found, you know, this, this couple, they have 150,000 followers on Instagram, but they also started... Um, side business called shoot my holiday so if you guys if your bucket list is in morocco i'm giving them a shout out for sure so what they do is they're taking photos of your vacation because we all know how uh, absolutely gorgeous and mind-blowing morocco is and yeah I'm, i think it's just worth a couple of hundred dollars or euros um to to spend on like good quality photography because it will you know it is if especially it's your bucket list travel the like for me it would be greece you know i will want to remember and cherish this moments forever and again they don't have to follow you around absolutely have to follow you around the whole trip no just uh, schedule a couple of hours uh, during the trip and that's it yeah and you know and if you if you don't want to spring for the whole session you can always get somebody a gift card and kind of contribute toward it that's that way Um, another idea if you're trying to gift someone who's a frequent traveler or coming up on a big um, big trip is this is a free gift so if you're on a budget don't have don't have a lot of money to spend on gifts, that's fine. You can actually be really thoughtful and start to help them craft a trip itinerary. Um, so you can actually, if you love to research online, 
you let's say, um, you know, your your parents are going to Morocco, like Lisa mentioned, um, you can actually get started and maybe give them a, a sort of a dream itinerary. I know that I love to make an itinerary before I leave somewhere, leave for somewhere. It kind of drives me crazy in terms of all the research. But I know if somebody gave me that as a present, I would just feel like it was just so thoughtful. Um, yeah, I love that idea of the itinerary. I just actually, just literally this morning, we uh, flew back in from New Orleans uh, where we met our friends. But in general, yeah, like if you are doing a trip, I always end up like asking around friends who already been there, Paris, Greece, whatever. Uh, it takes a lot of time to plan uh, to plan a vacation, to find all the good spots to eat, all the good spots to see something maybe less touristy. So I love this idea. And maybe since we're already on travel, um, I really like the idea also uh, that we have it's on the brightly of course this is a uh, this episode is uh, mostly available as a blog post uh, as well but um just sharing maybe with your friends instead of again gifting physical gifts uh why don't you kind of start saving uh, on a trip like a reunion trip next year instead of gifting each other just regular traditional gifts and i i actually brought up this idea to my friends just uh last night um because you know we said goodbye and they're like when is our next reunion because i'd rather see them in person right i'd rather spend twice time with them somewhere nice new maybe not just in a cozy home just hanging out then just sending them uh something uh physical gift that they may or may not like i love it it's such an awesome idea okay um so let's move on a little bit so let's talk about um some different um you know additional experience gifts that you can give to people so one idea that we had was um you know, relying on things like a cooking class um, to provide a really interesting experience. So my mom actually gifted me a cooking class one year. We loved it um, and have since I it's kind of one of my go to uh, gifts for people. And so what I end up doing um, is there's a few places you can source um, the, the cooking classes. So one, I actually just found out when doing research for this podcast is um, Sur La Table, the um, kitchen home goods store, actually offers um, classes nationwide. So that's a really great way to get people into, obviously, into the, the doors of Sur La Table. <laughs> um, but it's it's a great way to give somebody a cooking class, even if they live in a, not in a city or something like that. Odds are they probably have one of those um, retail stores relatively close to them. Exactly. Or of course, you know, if you have time, uh, maybe do some research and I'm sure there's some local places, not as big as Sur La Table in your area, um, that will be even more special for your friends and family. Absolutely. And so my second tip on finding those, um, and also on finding experiences in general is to go either to Groupon or to go to Viator. Um, so both of those um, companies actually offer, you know, they offer discounted experiences, of course. Um, but what I like to use them for is really just an aggregator of experiences. So um, if you go to brightly.eco, um, we have a few actual exclusive discounts um, for, for both of those. So if you head to head to us and sign in, you'll get a discount on Groupon and Viator. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we were super excited um, to recommend that because that's also the other sort of secret weapon that I have in my um, in my arsenal. Yes, indeed. Yes. Uh, yeah, let's talk about other experiences that we have on the list. I, these are probably one of my fi- uh, favorite ones is, uh, you know, um, brewery, winery, distillery tours, right? And, um, you know, for me, like, I, I love wine, I drink wine, but I have been wanting, uh, I'm sending ideas out there. I'm, I have been wanting to do like a wine uh, tasting kind of 
class or uh, um, actually going to wineries here. We are lucky in San Francisco Bay Area. We have a lot of um, amazing wineries, not in just Napa Valley, but all around us. Um, but yeah, really, again, turning in just like a, a consumption of something that we do, do every day, weekly, whatever, uh, into like more knowledgeable experience, especially if you know that your friends, they love beers or they, they're into whiskey or wine. Uh, that's That's super special. I love that idea. Yeah, that's such an interesting idea, Lisa. Like, I love the idea of gifting someone a class. So you mentioned like you want to know a little mm-hmm. bit more about wine tasting. Exactly. Um, yeah, like I, that's an interesting idea. Like, you know, if you know somebody who is is interested in learning more about a specific topic, you could do things like I don't know, gift them um, a a class to your local. I think like certain parks and recreation departments will do classes. You could also gift them. Um, the opportunity to go to like a, one of those uh, workshops or boot camp um, experiences, um, but I love the the wine uh, the wine learning experience mm-hmm. even more than just a tour because of course a tour is great, but um, I love that idea. Yeah, so like wine class is something like much more in depth. It's probably multiple sessions. So yeah, depending on how much you can spend and how knowledgeable, um, um, how deep into this topic your friends are. But yeah, talking about the kind of um, learning experiences, uh, there are so many uh, massive online learning classes right now out there, right? Uh, on uh, websites like Coursera, uh, Khan Academy, so many different amazing websites. Many of them are for free. Um, some, uh, of course, have certifications that you have to pay for, but it's very, very affordable. Uh, So this is something you can also give to your friends and family. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing too is like, we just talked about using the opportunity to create an itinerary as like a free gift. This is another free gift. Like just do the research for someone say, you know what, Lisa, I know that you love wine. Um, I found this wine class. Maybe the wine class is a little expensive. Maybe it's like 300 bucks, but you could just give Lisa, I don't know, 20, um, you know, 50 bucks, however much you want to and, and give it to her, like maybe just print out a piece of paper that showcases um, what you think the, the cash could be used for. Because again, I think cash is not a bad gift. As a matter of fact, if we think about wanting to give people items that actually provide value to them, cash is probably the best gift or gift cards potentially. Um, but if somebody, you know, sometimes people think that doesn't, it means that you weren't thoughtful about what you were doing. So you could kind of do some research and go from there. Um, the other, exactly. on the other, oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, like uh, talking about the gift cards, you, you know, before and we, uh, you were mentioning starting the episode with like wish lists. before I was like, oh, wish list. like, I don't know, I don't want to tell people what I want or like gift cards are boring, but now like kind of with um, more knowledge that I have about like, you know, uh, the way we consume things, the way we give things. These are actually your most powerful tools in terms of making the gifting uh, and holiday experience more mindful. So yeah, maybe we can mention uh, gift cards. You know, one of the recent, uh, most recent times I've, I've given gift cards was to my husband to um, an REI. Right. And like, here's a REI. I know you want to spend more time outside. Here's you, you can buy whatever you want. Or I've also uh, put a gift card to Airbnb. And this was and uh, with Airbnb or I know, you know, uh, some uh, awesome tricks with Airbnb. But with Airbnb, you can spend it both in like renting uh, a house, room, whatever. But they also have uh, amazing Airbnb experiences, which you can also use gift cards towards. So maybe you can yeah, talk that's about a brand the experiences new, um, part. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a brand new offer from Airbnb. Um, I actually took one of their experiences um, that was a cooking class when I was in Italy this year. And we had a great time. It was literally in someone's house um, in in Italy. And we got to my husband and I got to learn from 
from this master, which was just such an amazing time. Um, but if you go to Airbnb and click on experiences, you could see they've got like animal experiences, which I love. Um, and so of course, before you go to an animal experience, please make sure that it's ethical and sustainable. So do a little bit of digging and make sure that the animals are you know, treated fairly and that you look at reviews and kind of do some digging there. But that can be a really awesome way to kind of get up close and personal. Um, another gift card I want to mention is um, show tickets. Um, so using Ticketmaster, for instance, to gift show tickets to somebody. And so rather than actually going out and buying the specific show ticket, I kind of like the idea of giving someone a gift card because you might not know about their schedule or they might just like claim to be um, a fan of Pearl Jam. <laughs> I just saw Pearl Jam is like reuniting for a European tour. I guess that's why I'm talking about Pearl Jam. <laughs> um, but you, you might, they might say that they're a fan of Pearl Jam and then you like give them a ticket and they, they might not want to go. So anyway, I love the idea of doing, um, doing that. And of course, Ticketmaster has so many different experiences available. I know they've got obviously musicals and plays, all sorts of things. So um, show tickets, I think, are kind of a fun, relatively unique experience um, that you can give to somebody. Exactly. And there's something, and again, it's experience. You can make it shared experience if you go together, right? And uh, yeah, like even again, going back to my friend's trip, it's like when you take time to research and organize a lot of like we, we have busy lifestyles uh, this day and age. And uh, people are really thankful for if someone is, uh, you know, taking care of organizing things, choosing things, what to do, what to see. Um, um, and yeah, I love the experience of, you know, going to shows together or, uh, you know, let them enjoy, um, especially for new parents, you know, <laughs> you know, oh, I just got an idea. It's just like from, again, my experience with my friends, uh, the free, free gift idea, the best free gift idea for new parents is, uh, be, be a babysitter, let them enjoy their evening together. This is what I would definitely yes. do for new parents. Yes, that's a great idea. The next experience um, that I think people would love to hear on the um, on the learning aspect of things are app subscriptions or um, things of that nature. So I think a lot of us utilize apps in different ways. Um, some people pay. I mean, you think that most people pay for the ones that really provide them unique value. So one um, you know sort of theme of app that I want to uh, propose as a gift would be um, a meal planning app. So we talked about in an earlier episode of Good Together around how better meal planning can actually lead to a reduction in your food waste um, and in waste in general. Um, but, you know, it's really it's it's definitely a trick that is honed over time and it's not easy. Um, I, it's something that I try and work on all the time. I just made this like crazy Thanksgiving leftover soup where I like literally dumped some like corn dish into a soup, which was pretty good, but it was a little weird. My husband's guy like, what are you doing? Um, but one of the things that I use all the time is a meal planning app. Um, and so we have two recommendations of apps that we personally tried. So one is called Plan to Eat. Um, so that's actually something that my mom gifted me last year. So my mom is, I suppose, the original experience gifter. I have to give her a shout out. Um, but she uses Plan to <laughs> she uses plan to eat all the time. Um, so that's, that's one, one, um, uh, a p one recommendation we can give. Um, another one is called ends and stems. And so the founder of ends and stems, Allison Montford actually was a speaker at our recent event that we did in October. Um, and she's got some great tips and actual leftover specific recipes that she highlights in the ends and stems app. Um, so if you are interested in trying out ends and stems, 
We've got a code. You can use code brightly um, for 40% off a subscription, which is awesome. Um, so, and if you go um, over to brightly.eco, you can actually see we've created a creative reuse leftover um, article alongside Allison. So you can see kind of her, the way she thinks about recipes. And I, in general, I think it's kind of an interesting thing to give to somebody. Yeah, my I will. I want to give a plug to something I personally use as a New York Times subscriptions. I'm sure everyone is familiar, of course, with it. But you know, they have tons of different types of subscription. And what I do is a Sunday New York Times subscription. And I, as far as I know, I think you get um, access to um, all the online content for free, full access to online content with any type of the paid subscription, physical paid subscription you get. And we also get uh, the the New York Times cooking. Um, I'm kind of more, um, I guess, old school person this way, but I do love uh, reading the, um, the newsletter that they send out and all of their recipes. I, my husband uses Pinterest, but I'm a more on the New York Times app, uh, app person. Um, but this is, again, just, just one of idea. I think a great idea for um, you know, a college graduate or someone just starting college um, is a, for example, a subscription to Economist, right, or Harvard Business Review, or whatever magazine. Um, you know, it's again kind of goes into the, our knowledge bucket. Uh, there's so many great ways um, um, to give these things as well. Absolutely, um, and you know, when possible, we like to say try and gift digital subscriptions rather than physical. Um, you know, I think the Sunday edition is is interesting because it's 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 once a week. It's a newspaper. It's a bit easy, bit more easy to recycle. Um, I have in the past received some magazine subscriptions um, as presents, and that was okay, but I actually find myself really just not, I don't have the time to pick up a magazine. So that's one of those things, again, where it kind of falls in the gray area of physical versus, um, you know, sort of ethereal experience, if you will. So just make sure that you know that person's preference um, and try not to contribute to all the clutter, um, <laughs> the clutter of uh <laughs> Yeah, I feel bad whenever we kind of throw out the, the magazine, like uh, halfway reading it. But at the same time, I also deeply, deeply appreciate uh, even a tiny bit of time when I just can get offline from my phone or computer and like actually pick up a physical book. So yeah, when you're making this decision, definitely the mess, if it's a gift, um, it's all about the other person, but also make a decision for you that you're okay, that it's actually a physical product. It is paper um, and you would be generating at least some ways. Absolutely. And everybody's different. So yeah, you seem to like the, the bit more physical things. I don't. So yeah, just kind of figure out what who the person is and what their preference is. Um, so we've got just a few minutes left. I wondered if we could kind of close around the topic of donations and charitable giving, um, because that is something that I think, you know, people ask us about. Um, and so the way that we um, think about this is there's quite a few resources out there to help you understand which charity, um, you know, to, to donate to or, or NGO. So, of course, there's Charity Navigator, which I think is a great resource to look up and see, um, you know, if the proposed charity is doing good. Another idea, too, is to also just go local. Um, so if you happen to live in the same area as the person you're gifting this to, you can actually go and check out um, the operations and see how they're doing. One one thing that comes to mind is like an animal shelter. Um, so I know a lot of people are animal lovers. And, you know, one thing that I had somebody give me, I guess my family is the king of experience gifting. It's funny thinking about this. <laughs> um, but somebody actually gifted me um, a donation to the um, charitable um, animal uh, rescue that I volunteered with. And so what they did was they made a donation in my name. 
um, the, um, you know, the rescue gave them a little certificate, um, as it were. And then they also, the, the person also gifted me like a treat for my dog. Um, so it was kind of like a, a dual experience here and slash gift. Um, but I think, you know, there's so many NGOs um, and, and, and charitable resources to look up. And you, of course, can do this by um, understanding, again, what the person you're gifting is really passionate about. So if you're talking to an animal lover, you can do what I just talked about. You can also um, give to organizations that are saving orangutans or the koalas that unfortunately have been recently impacted by some, you know, awful fires. So, yeah, I think it's a really interesting perspective. Yeah, no, definitely like for the person who has everything, I think donating in their name uh, to charity is amazing. And you mentioned, um, you know, Charity Navigator, there's Charity Watch, there's GiveWell. There's a plethora of information right now online about um, kind of choosing the best uh, rated charities. Um, and But in the end of things, um, you know, I wrote a blog post years ago, um, cash, and, may, and again, it may be unsexy, but cash is usually the most powerful thing that you can either give to a person, but also in terms of like donating to charities, uh, cash is always, always better than donating in kind, uh, you know, giving your old t-shirt somewhere, uh, or even trying to volunteer in like in this, um, in the times when there is uh, some natural disasters, right? So always do your research. Uh, there's tons of information out there. But of course, since we're talking specifically about gifting, it's all about the gift recipient. What's the cause that's most important to them? Uh, find out this cause, do your research on Charity, charity Navigator, uh, and, and pick the charity that um, kind of makes the most impact in this area. Absolutely. Um, and you know, I think, if, I think we went through the list, right? Yeah, we did. Um, and, you know, I, on the note of um, in-kind donations, I think in our last episode, we talked about using holiday deals to shop for, um, you know, for physical items that some of these charities or NGOs might need. Um, and so I think that can be a really powerful thing to do, but make sure you call ahead to see what they actually need. So like, you don't just end up buying things you think they need based on past knowledge or something like that. So just go ahead and give them a call. But yeah, exactly. cash, cash yeah. is great. Like it you said, take a bit of it's great. And actually, um, we'll have that um, blog post that Lisa's talking about that she wrote a while ago. We'll, we'll put it up on Brightly. Um, so we'll, we'll have that um, for you guys to check out as well. Um, and so as always, we'll have show notes available. Um, we're in the process of trying to, you know, obviously make this podcast something that is a regular occurrence in your ethical and sustainable living um, journey. And so we really thank you um, and hope that you have a wonderful holiday season. Um, we will have one more episode um, before the end of December. That'll be a little bit more focused on year in review. And we'll actually go through the news cycle and talk through some of the most um, hotly debated um, you know, issues and topics that came up over the year. So we're super excited for that. Um, but as always, thank you so much for joining us. always thanks so much for joining us on the latest episode of good together if you're interested in joining the conversation head to brightly.ego slash podcast to get show notes and to find easy ways to email us and more don't forget to check out our social media channels at brightly.ego and make sure if you've got a question 
feel free to reach out and join the conversation.